Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I'm very excited to be coming to you today with another guest interview for us today. This is going to be a really fun one. Um, this is one that actually I haven't really touched on this before. I've never really touched on software or things like that. never had anybody on from a software company, so I'm very excited for that. And it's uh, none other than Weston Zimmerman with Synced Up. Uh, we actually, I've been following Weston for a while on social media, got to meet and, and hang out a little bit at, together in the trades. Um, so we are going to dive into everything that Synced Up is and everything that it offers and kind of uh, get into the route, maybe dive into the whole topic of knowing your numbers, because that's something that everybody talks about, but not everybody knows how to do it. So uh, Weston, Weston, how you doing today, buddy? Hey, doing fantastic. It's great to be on your show. Um, I was checking out your uh, iTunes page for a bit this afternoon, and uh, looks like you have some good episodes going on there, so it's good to be on here. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting times. Uh, we're growing growing slowly but surely. We've uh, put a lot of time and effort into the show, and it's um, growing slowly but surely and getting a lot of feedback here recently, so uh, we're enjoying everything we're doing here, and while we're on the topic of growing, we actually have a new sponsor for the show today. Um, Launchpreneur Academy has partnered back up with us, Brian Fullerton, um, everything he's doing up there is absolutely fantastic so um, we're going to hear a word from them later on the show today but just want to say a huge thanks to Brian and, and Entrepreneur Academy for uh, partnering up with the show today because and the next couple here coming out for you because uh, the, his products are just crazy I mean I know you met you met Brian at Together in Trades talked a little bit and so um, some of the stuff he's got going on is just crazy crazy value so we'll hear, we will hear more from him later in the show today but let's just hop into it man I want to hear some uh, kind of the startup story of Synced Up maybe your story um, just kind of however you want to take the show and I want you to take it and run away with it and just drop the most value you can. Yeah, sure. So I'll let you guide the conversation, but I, you know, um, if I go way back, like, um, I started working for Tussie landscaping in central Pennsylvania. Uh, we're basically halfway between Pittsburgh and Harrisburg, right in the Appalachian mountains. And, um, I started that working for them in 2007. I was 16. Um, before I even had a driver's license, I was biking to work. As I lived like eight, or no, I'm sorry, no, eleven miles from the shop there. Wow, how so, long did that take? Um, on the on the way to or the way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, now, it was about thirty six to thirty eight minutes on the way wow. to. I had, a, I had a pretty good. It, I was losing elevation, and it yeah. was about it was about forty two to forty eight minutes on the way home. Jeez, yeah, that's booking it though. You you making pretty good pace. Yeah. <laughs> you don't find you wouldn't find many guys to do that nowadays. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, that was that was the beginning. Um, I was just basically a kid, um, and Steve and Matt, the owners of Tossi, took me under their wing and kind of I started working there as a laborer. Then I was kind of the first water feature technician. Actually, no, the second one, I guess. Uh, but I, I serviced like water features for a while, and then went to Romania. Met my wife over there. I lived over there for about two years, came back and started running a crew. And I ran a crew since 20, um, that would be 13, 2013. I started running a crew for Tusk mm-hmm. Landscaping. 
And uh, in that whole journey, I really started like, I really loved water features. So I like worked hard to kind of develop my ability uh, on creating beautiful artistic looking water features. And 2017, we won ours of the year at Aquascape. And um, in that whole journey of that, when I started running a crew was when we started using software at Tussie, like we used Jobber, we used Domain, like, and they all had strengths, like they all had good points about them. But the biggest thing that we struggled with was knowing your numbers, comparing estimated versus actual on all of your jobs to make sure that we were making the money we had estimated we would make. And if we didn't, what went sideways? And, you know, in a 30 second nugget, that's what we were struggling with and what we set out to build when we started building Synced Up. Yeah. No, that that's cool. So where did you where did you get the background for this? So did you have a partner that helped you build this? Were you the brains behind all of it? Um, how did you kind of get the software and knowledge to start all this? Well, I was comfortable around technology. Like my dad uh, ran a telecommunications company. He sold that in 2012. The company that bought him out, um, he went to work for the company that bought him out, and they had a software development division. Okay. And so I grew up around tech. Like I was comfortable yeah. around it. I was the one that was kind of like researching and got Jobber and Tussie and it was great for what it did. Um, but what I, what I remember is when we were running Jobber and LMN and spreadsheets and all this other stuff simultaneously all at the same time, it was just a big complicated mess. Yeah. I remember coming home from work one evening and watching my dad on his back patio working on his laptop and he had a bunch of graphs and stuff on his screen. I was like, what are you doing? And, uh, he said, oh, I'm testing a software project. And I was like, yeah, I was talking with him. Like, you mean you're just like building something? You just like, in, like tell it, design it, like how you want it to work. And then you build it, you know, and that was a light bulb moment for me. Mm. And um, and I went to Stephen Matz, the owners of Tussie and, and the leadership team there, uh, Dave and Derek, and uh, kind of started like campaigning. Like, hey, let's build our own. Let's get rid of this like multi-software complicated operating system we have here at Tussie and build our own. I wouldn't recommend that for almost all companies, by the way. Like we were just too dumb to quit. Yeah. But you know, you get you you quickly get into the idea of I'm going to go build my own custom thing. I mean, it's not feasible unless unless you, you basically you you have to answer the question: What am I? Am I am I landscaping or lawn mowing or whatever bit company yeah. you are, yeah. or am I a software company? And it just so happened that this, um, that I kind of had a vision for taking this as a business and not just solving Tussie's problem, but I saw this as an industry problem. And so I kind of peeled off from Tussie and kept on diving into it. But this, I'm telling you, software is not something you do as an afterthought or it's another whole business. It's another whole animal. Yeah. Yeah. Thing you become an expertise in. So um, for most people, what I recommend people do is just find the closest thing off the shelf that fits what you need. Mm. And then if you get an 80, 90% match of what it, it does, what you need, and then you can mold and adapt your own workflow and practices to match what it doesn't quite exactly do. Like that's the best case scenario and by far much easier and more efficient. Yeah. But to answer the other question, I forgot it was, no, I didn't have any technical background other than being comfortable with it and yeah. being able to, you know, use apps and stuff. So I just acted as kind of like the product manager would be the kind of the formal title where designing the business logic, like how it would flow, what it would look like, how it would work, what, what the, how the numbers work and building mock-up spreadsheets and building mock-ups in Photoshop and like working with the actual engineers that actually wrote the code for it. Okay. So you hired out other people, like engineers to write the code and all that stuff. Yeah. At first it was that company that uh, had bought my dad out. Okay. And then, then it was, uh, I kind of built a team overseas. Yeah. Um, 
all over the world. We had a team going for quite a while. Yeah. My wife, my wife's from Romania. So I had some contacts over there in East Europe where we ran with European or yeah, European developers until just this summer. Um, but now we've kind of graduated up into uh, uh, we're bringing in some more North American kind of like high end talent in on our team. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's what I was curious about. Cause like my brain can't comprehend that. Um, we're back. You didn't know we were gone, but we're back. I had a phone call come in, so had to mess up the screen there. But anyway, so where we were at is one of those things. Um, the thing that interested me was how you wrote the code. So you had that team build it and, and write it for you. Delegation, How was what was that like, building that from the beginning, like delegating that out to them? Because you had to kind of transfer your thoughts and your vision into what, I mean, to them to kind of build that. So how did that process go of like, working together to figure that out to get that perfect product that you're looking for i mean literally thousands of hours of meetings and and uh, working together and wireframes and documents and mock-ups and like yeah and trial and error like we'd build something and be like yeah like okay and, and just continuously iterate yeah. um it's it's you know it's um in some ways, it's kind of a, a thing that happens all the time in the software world, but we weren't from the software world. We were landscapers. And mm-hmm. We were just figuring it out as we went. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of time, a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. So yeah. what was the what was the process of leaving Tussie and starting this on your own? Like, how, what? So when when did you start building the software? What year? Uh, 2016. Okay, and when did it finally get finished? Like we're up and running, and obviously it's a it's a product that you're still working on every single day. But yeah. you were like, I mean, here, yeah. well, let's get our let's get our first user. Like when was that? Yeah, it was 2020. Wow, so it took four years. Yeah, no way. Okay, so and we were we were running it inside of Tuscan Landscaping since 2018. So, okay, so you kind of yeah. Oh man, that's cool. Okay, so were you working with Tussie that whole time? Like you were yep. still working I, for I them? I literally just I came out of full time in the field at the end of 2020. Oh wow. Okay, so you were building this on the side, kind of while still working with them full time. Yep. Okay. So, well, well, take us through the process of now that Synced Up is up and running. 2020, you have users coming in. What was that process like? Marketing yourself. You're a brand new company. Um, you've obviously burst onto the scene in the last couple of years. Has COVID helped you? Did it hurt you? Do you think it slowed you down? Um, this the the last what was, what is the last two years? What, I mean, I feel like it's a whirlwind of everything that's happened. What is that? Yeah. What does that look like for you? Well, I think if it one thing I could point out that said I think COVID helped us is like just people getting generally comfortable with Zoom type meetings, like screen mm. share type. Meetings. Yeah. Even the landscape community, like you know, I think if it had gone pre-COVID, people would have been kind of like uh, less familiar with the idea of meeting remotely. And what, the reason Zoom meetings are so important is because like we sell to contractors all over North America, and so you know the idea of a landscaper that builds patios and booking a Zoom meeting is uh, you know probably wasn't as you know, common five years ago. Yeah. So anyway, that's critical to us being able to reach people and grow this business. Um, But, you know, the, uh, the, one of the things that a little bit of a personal, like, I I guess, mental journey or whatever, I don't know what the label is. A journey I went on through this whole process was in the beginning. I was like, this would be a cool project. Like it'd be fun to make something better. Like I got to ride, I got, I got to rush out of, of uh, taking a problem that was kind of manual and difficult and building a designing and building a better solution for it automatically. So at first it was kind of like a fun project. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, uh, this could be a business. And um, we were gunning for that. So we started the business. 
And now that we're two years in and we've onboarded hundreds of companies, it's almost like, wow, this, this, this has, this is more of a, this is more than just a business. There's a purpose behind this. And what I'm connecting that to is like helping contractors know their numbers. Cause there's so many people out there that are talented, yeah. hardworking, yeah. great people, but nobody ever showed them how to get their numbers in order. And so they're struggling, you know, their family's suffering, their teams are suffering, they're not growing. Um, and so we can come in there and tune up their numbers, give them some counsel and some advice and give them an operating system to run from. And it's just a 180 for them. Mm-hmm. So that's what's so thrilling for, uh, you know, about it for me. And last summer, I remember like after we've onboarded, like, I don't know, a hundred companies or so. And uh, my CTO kept on asking me, what, what, what do you do? Why do people buy synced up? And, you know, on one hand you could say, Oh, it's a better mousetrap. Like it does the same things just better. Um, but after kind of onboarding the first hundred, I was like, you know what I think it really does. I'm kind of backing up a little bit is to help contractors know their numbers and then not only just know them, but also track them and compare them and help them, yeah. you know, plan better. Um, and a lot of softwares have their focus on being more streamlined, getting off a of paper, being more modern, more professional, all those things, better scheduling, all those things that are good, but then they expect you to have your numbers in order on the, on the side in your QuickBooks or your spreadsheets and yeah. it's on you, you know, and we want to kind of marry the two where, you know, there is no stack of spreadsheets plus software. It's all in one contained system. And plus we yeah. have our support team to help make sure that you're following best practices and all of those things. And ultimately be more profitable. You're running the business. The business is not running you. And because you're more profitable, more successful, uh, your team is thriving, your family is thriving. And um, we're, you know, we're not in business to be slaves. We're in business to build a better life. And uh, that's what we want to help um, contractors across North America achieve. Yeah, no, that that's good stuff. And you kind of, you went forward. I, that's where I want to go here in just a second is I want to talk about, I want to really dive into what, uh, what synced up does. And, and I want to dive into the more knowing your numbers, because like we said, that's this topic that people talk about all the time, but I don't think it's something that everybody like really figures out and understands. And so we've done a show with John Pajak on that before. Do you know who John Pajak is? Yeah. Oh. oh, you need to hook up with John Pajak. He knows. Hey. He's, yeah. He's a, uh, you, y'all can sit there for hours and talk numbers um he's a really really smart guy he's a he does more of the whole uh, lawn maintenance side of things and like we control okay. fertilization so he targets that yeah. audience more um might be a good a good connection for you there yeah, but i think it's worth it but let's go back really quickly before we get to that and i want to talk finish kind of finish talking about the building the company portion of yes uh marketing what did you do to market yourself and to get yourself out there because like we said we know the big companies we know the jobbers we know the yard books the lmns the all of those and and with those there's still hundreds of more little companies that plenty of people use that we don't even know about so how what made you how did you set yourself different how did you market yourself and get hundreds of customers now on board with a premium product that nobody knew anything about well um the very first ones the, the first 20, um, like, so when we won that artist of the year award in Aquascape, like we kind of, we, we kind of became, uh, people knew who we were in the mm-hmm. Aquascape circles. Okay. So okay. when we first um, went live with it, a lot of our connections and people we knew from attending Aquascape events, like those were the first couple, right? Yeah. Um, after that, it was word of mouth outbound from them. Those, you know, it was kind of like the, the domino effect. 
And the first winter that we were like, hey, we're open for business, it was mostly Facebook groups, people inside of Facebook groups um, asking, hey, what's the best software? And one of those 20 first customers or whatever were saying, hey, check this one out. They're, you know, just sort of using them. They're brand new or whatever. And we got we got the first hundred companies through just that, just those Facebook groups and people kind of what I call digital word of mouth, right? Yeah. Um, and then at Tussy Landscaping, kind of that was one kind of tangent. Then at Tussy Landscaping, I had run a YouTube channel, so I loved creating content and all of that. So I started doing the same thing with Synced Up, and um, that was kind of uh, where we started, you know, building a bit of an Instagram. It's still small, but so building a bit of an Instagram following and mm-hmm. connecting with people. Connect like there's people like Matt Heiner, for instance. He's in the, he is he's a CAC and Aquascape guy, uh, which has like almost a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. So just connecting with people like that. And yeah. um actually Greg Westock, the owner of Aquascape, introduced me to some people that he knew. And so it kind of like was a word of mouth on steroids type thing, getting connections, getting introductions, which led to us partnering with Tech Overlock, Unilock, some of those, and we developed some content back to the content creation thing in collaboration with them on just educational things. Like how do you build a budget? How do you know your numbers? How do you know what you should charge? And then they obviously promoted that across their all, you know, their audiences. And then the HNA event last year or last year was still called GIE. Um, So yeah, it was kind of a collaboration of word of mouth um, content with partners and events were probably the three where we started kind of getting a bit of a get our, get our, get our, get some eyeballs out there on who we are and what we do. Did y'all have a, a booth at GIE last year? Were you in Were you in the the hardscape side or were you in GIE side? I am so confused about the way those two things work. Like I just, when I go there, it's like one event. Yeah. But no, I don't even remember. Like I think we were at the GIE side. That Yeah, that's the side with like the Toro, the Mark, all that. The HNA side is down there. It, that's the side like on the, if you walk in the front doors, just wait down there on the left. That's where all the, the hardscape stuff is. So... We were in the same same room as like Unilock's booth, and I think Bell. Yeah. We so you were in the HNA side. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah you were in the HNA weird. side. Okay. That's, that's why, because I was like, I don't remember seeing it in there last year, but I didn't even make it to the HNA side. Are y'all going to be there this year? Are y'all doing anything yes, there this we year? Are. Okay. Yes, we are. Yep. Cool. Cool, man. Well, that is uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to stopping by and saying, hey. Um, so, what did you backtrack five sentences here? What, what, how important do you think networking is then? Because that sounds like that's what like lifted your business off the ground. And like you, I, mean, I don't think you've ever met a stranger. I know that when I see you, I mean, just on your Instagram and things like that, things you post, it's, it's, it energizes me by seeing you and it makes me want to go out and be more personal and more friendly because like we've never met, but just, I just feel like I know you just from your Instagram and just from like getting on there and talking and sharing yourself. So, that's something that we talk about all the time is how important networking is, how important local word of mouth, uh, just getting to know people around you. And then and we don't even talk about this much, but like the social media aspect of just simply creating a name for yourself. Like you don't have to grow something, some huge social media following, but the people that do follow you, like make like interact with them. So how does that, I mean, how important do you think that is for everybody else out there that's running a business? I mean, for a, for like a local geographical business, like what Tussie landscaping or what you're doing, like, um, if you take it in that context, to me, it was, it's all about getting, you know, getting those connections to the, what's that, that there's a quote of some sort, like we're all only two connections away from, you know, really influential people or whatever yeah, it is. I yeah. I'm butchering it, but there's some, so what I'm getting at is like, once you know who your customer is, is getting those connections to the people that have those people in their audience or yep. people that know them. 
And that's true whether you're a geographical business like Atassi Landscaping or your business, or uh, whether you're a synced up. And for us, if you would take out the the connections, the people we knew, the people that introduced me to other people, like if you would remove that, I don't think we'd have hardly anything to show for it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. even though we kind of take that and snowball social media and other content and other stuff and events on top of that, like to me, it, it stands on the connections and the friendships we built throughout the industry. Mm. Yeah, no. So, and this is talking about meeting people and, and just like even outside of your local network, is synced up something, it can be used like around the world, right? Or does it have to be? Oh, yeah. Company? I mean, the biggest, the biggest uh, thing once you get outside of North America is QuickBooks Online is not quite as popular. Okay. Uh, and so that's the big, you, if you're using QuickBooks Online or, you know, whatever, like you can use it anywhere in the world. So. Okay. Yeah. Cause we, I just know we have listeners in other countries. So I'm thinking like if you're yeah. listening, I know, but a pretty good following down in Australia. So, um, yep. I didn't know if they were, do you have any users anywhere outside? Don't have any active ones currently. And okay. the QuickBooks Online thing is why. Really? You know, QuickBooks Online is a bit, but it seems like outside of the U.S. or outside of North America, most people are using uh, Xero for their accounting. Hmm. Which I may I may as well mention, Synced Up is not a replacement for accounting software. It yeah. integrates with and enhances. It's project management, not accounting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's uh, that's interesting. That's I wanted to see what the what the user ratio there is. What do you have like a demographic? Is it East Coast, West Coast, all over? Is it just generally it's, all over? What is it's it? all over. Yeah. It, I mean, I would say speaking of demographic terms, like probably the people that we can have the most dramatic impact on are the like million to $5 million companies that are trying to get a better system and process. So getting yeah. they're in the, yeah. they're in the process of getting information out of the owner's head and into a system and process that a team can run with. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the ones we can have the most impact mm. on. Yeah. That's interesting. That that's good stuff. You're leading into the next topic. So before we get into that, let's take a break here. We're from launch <laughs> new Academy. Then we'll come back and dive into some more, uh, some more stuff with Weston here on how synced up can be used in your business. Ready to charge up your business and take it to the next level? Well, plug in and join us for Launchrepreneur Academy Live 2022. Don't miss this electrifying opportunity to hear from our top industry professionals. Get powered up in this high-energy atmosphere, learning trade industry knowledge and ways to level up your thinking. This high-energy teaching and networking event is full of motivational information, giveaways, and trade industry secrets. Take charge and register now for the industry's largest training event of the year, Launchrepreneur Academy Live 2022. All around, it's just a great experience. I didn't realize how important that LAL is. You get more than you... You spend at a four, for a four-year degree. Man, I can't wait. This has been a great event, and I will definitely be back next year. Take charge and register now. Entrepreneur Academy Live is Saturday, November 12th in Novi, Michigan. Get your tickets now for the early bird price of $197. The price goes up at the end of September. The link to register is in the podcast description. All right, so we're back. Thank you so much for to uh, Brian and Entrepreneur Academy for helping us out here on the show and just always creating great products for each and every one of us to grow our business. So, Weston, what I want to do here, kind of to, to end the show and kind of lead us out here, is tell us, we, we've got the backstory of Synced Up, we've got the history behind it, the story. 
let's dive into synced up. What is it? What I mean, I know we say it knows your numbers, but who is your target audience? Um, who, what what business owners do you really want to connect with? Who does it benefit? Who does it not really benefit quite yet? Um, just take us through synced up. Sure. So if you're wondering like what it is, if you've never heard of it, it's basically a project management software like that. Yeah, manages- we didn't we didn't do a good description at the very beginning. Yeah. I'm sorry for that. But That's yeah, good. That's if you're still fine. listening, let's figure out what it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the, the, the elevator speech. It basically yeah. handles your project management stuff from lead all the way down through invoicing and everything in between, like building your estimates and sending out proposals and scheduling those jobs and tracking the time and job costing to make sure you made the money you wanted to make. And if you didn't help you understand why, where did you go sideways and and then connecting with QuickBooks for the invoicing. So um, that's what it does. And yeah. so yeah. we serve both maintenance, like lawn care, uh, landscape maintenance companies. We do snow, we do design build companies. Um, and as far as like, you know, the whole, like what we do, how know your numbers bleeds into all of this operational stuff is like I see, like we already kind of touched on, like knowing your numbers as a big kind of void in our market where a lot of people struggle to know, like everybody says, know your numbers, know your numbers, know your numbers, but there's not as much how out there. Exactly. You know? that, that's exactly it. That's everybody the issue. talks about it. Yeah. Everybody talks about it. Everybody nods their heads when they're at a seminar saying they're going to go home and use this spreadsheet that somebody gave them. But who actually when it does comes it? Down, <laughs> yeah. When it comes down to it. Yeah. That's where, when the rubber hits the road, that's where things kind of are rough. And so what we do is we help you build a budget and mm-hmm. what that means. It basically means what are your sales? What are your labor expenses? What are your material expenses? What are your overhead expenses? And then how much do we need to mark up your direct costs of goods, labor materials to also cover your indirect costs, like your overhead. So like, in other words, if I buy a thing for $10, how much do I need to mark up that $10 thing to also cover the cost of my cell phone bill, my trucks, my tires, my insurance, and all that other stuff? That's the million dollar question. And the reason it's so kind of tricky and why it's such a, nobody knows how, or no, you know, it's, it's a much needed educational topic is because everybody has a different overhead burden. Everybody has, has yeah. a different, everybody has a different uh, labor force, how skilled they are, how much they can produce. And so, what budgeting does is it, is it essentially looks at your numbers and then it says exa- it's a formula to say exactly how much should you mark up your direct cost to also cover your indirect cost yeah. to arrive yeah. at your break even. Now we're not using somebody else's template. We're not using somebody else's square foot Facebook comment price. We're using your markups for your business based on your reality. And once you have that data dialed in, then it just it flows right over into the estimating and in synced up, you're just dragging and dropping, building estimates and sending out a quote in minutes instead of hours yeah. hunting for all that information. Mm, yeah, that's good. That's um that's good stuff. What so I kinda wanna hear your take on how you can really help a lawn maintenance landscape company business owner out there because that's the majority of the audience that we have listening in. And I know it's not yep. your it's not your like target, like go to person, but you've said we had this conversation before we hit record is like you definitely can help lawn maintenance companies and yep. You can definitely transform their business. So I'm interested personally. And then I think the hundreds of people that are listening to the show are are also interested because like you said, knowing your numbers, how do we know our numbers? How do we figure out that overhead cost? So what does synced up do to help us, the end user figure out how to make more money and be more profitable in our lawn maintenance and landscape businesses? Yeah. So specifically, um, you know, getting, Getting like a lot of people in in law maintenance will say, "Oh, we charge fifty bucks for that cut." Well, how do you know? I don't know. I just know. You, yeah. you know, 
And so what we'll help, we'll, we'll get, we'll get off the gut, mm. you know, billing off or pricing your work off of gut yep. and mm. onto, or even like, what's your man hour price? What should your man hour yeah, price how do you be? figure that out? Yeah. Yeah. So we, the, where we start is all the way down at the foundation. We figure out what should your man hour price should be. Now we can figure out, should that be a $50 cut or should it be an $80 cut? You know? Yeah. Um, so what we do is we help make sure that we, your rates are actually correct. That's the very first thing we'll do. And then once we've defined what that rate should be, and we'll make sure that you can, you can very quickly and very easily quote uh, a lawn mowing contract and schedule the whole year and track your time against that. And the outcome is at the end of the year, or even throughout the year, you can see like your estimated time that you, you, you maybe you, said you thought it would take an hour and a quarter to cut that property, yeah. but you discover, Hey, on average, I've been spending an hour and 40 minutes. And so a lot of times you wouldn't really realize that or wouldn't ever really come to the point where you're like, Hey, I'm undercharging that property unless you're tracking that. And that's what we do. We track every single hour of every single employee. So you can see estimated versus actual on everything. And that's true, whether you're building a patio or whether you're mowing a lawn. So yeah. that's how it would pertain to lawn mowing as well as making sure that we're getting your rates correct and right. And not some others. Uh, you're not getting your rates off of Facebook comments and opinion yeah. feeds, right? Yeah. And yeah. It, based on your numbers and once we've got that we use that to estimate all of your accounts with we you can send out proposals to all of your accounts get them to accept and pay and renew you schedule all that workout you track that time and in the end you end up with estimated versus actual reports so you can see like which accounts are like you're not charging enough for or maybe mm-hmm. where you've got a little extra that you you know you could maybe be more competitive if you needed to be and then finally managing the invoicing like you can just go through once a month or whatever your flow is and just invoice out all your accounts and it connects with quickbooks and you don't have to do any of that manual reconciliation and um that's that's kind of how it would work and what it would look like for a lawn mowing company yeah no that's good i think everything you just hit on is something that i uh, have to work through my business and it's something that I think 90% of lawn maintenance company uh, companies have to work through and figure out. So what is the, is, is there first of all, not, not what is, is there a total revenue stage where you're like, Hey, sync up probably isn't the right product for you yet. Like maybe get oh, to yeah. this number. Like I don't think you're really going to be that beneficial for a $30,000 part-time firefighter company. Like, I just don't right. think that's going to be worth the investment that you're going to make into the business. So what is that? Do you think you there is a sweet spot there? Um, if maybe somebody's at 100000 they need to get to 150000 or whatever, whatever that number is, do you have that? Yeah, I would say in a design build business, I would answer this differently. But for a lawn business, I would say, yeah, you need a certain amount of revenue and, and you're, you need to know that you're in it to build a business, mm-hmm. not just a hobby, you know? Yeah. Uh, if I was in it for a hobby as a summertime job to earn a little extra spending money, I would just probably go use a free product like yard books or yep. a 30 yep. month product like jobber or something like that. But when you're in it, like I would say when you're, you could do this sooner if you're committed to building a business, but yeah. once you hit that hundred thousand dollar mark, I mean, you're at that point where you could potentially be mispricing your work and it's costing you money yeah. and you're spending more money fuel than you think you are and things like that that it becomes like the money you would spend on synced up generates a positive ROI for you in return. Yeah. Like so many times I have so many success stories of people that think like, well, some people look at spending money on software, like, Oh, it's spending my fun money. It's spending my profit, spending my cash. But I have so many success stories of people that like spent 400 bucks a month on synced up and now are making four grand a month more than they were before. So I mean, like, 
if you had a stock that had a 10x return, like everybody would be all over that, right? So it's basically the point I'm making is it's another tool, another piece of equipment, just like anything else, just like that fancy new mower or that cool truck or whatever. Um, it's another tool that is supposed to help you generate an ROI in saved time, more efficient billing, or more, yeah, more efficient billing, more accurate quoting, um, all of those things. It's an investment into your business. I mean, that's what it is. It I is. would say it's even more beneficial than buying a new shiny truck. Like, sync up business under depreciate fifteen thousand dollars in a year. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I would say it's a pretty good, pretty good investment there. What does the onboarding process look like on a very quick scale? Just like, is it a one week thing, two week things? How does that whole process work? It's typically a week or two. Um, yeah. you, you can accelerate that if you're if you're there to you know get it, get it rolling, or yeah. you can drag it out if you're if you uh, keep missing your meetings with us. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but, uh, you mentioned meetings. That's the next follow-up is what that is. What yeah. does customer support look like with Synced Up? How does that process yeah. work? But to answer your question, when you sign up, uh, we, we have a kind of an onboarding sequence that we follow. So the first thing we do is we work on your budget and we get that budget dialed in, make sure your questions are answered, make sure you yourself are crystal clear and confident in what, how it, what it makes sense to you, yeah. right? Once we do that, then we do the implementation, show you how to set up your accounts in the software and how you can send out proposals to your customers, how you can schedule a job. We set up like two or three meetings like that. Then uh, a final meeting, check-in meeting with me once you're comfortable, just because I still meet with every customer after they sign up. I just want to make sure that you feel like you are getting the return on the investment you came for. Like mm. you're getting the result that you came for. Um, and if you're not, we want to know about it. We want to talk about it and figure out how we can address that or uh, yeah, whatever is needed. But um, then after that support is we do all our support through chat or 99% of it anyway. And um Chat's awesome because you can screen share, you can send screenshots. And if you have more nuanced, best practice questions you need to ch- talk through, we'll book Zoom calls and, you know, we'll share screens. We'll talk through that's, you know, option A, B, and C. And just, mm-hmm. yeah, we're here to, I tell people like, we're here to help make you successful. Cause if you're just spending 400 bucks a month and it's a drain on you, uh, that's, we're not going to win. Yeah. Like we're, we're in this Nobody to help wins. you be successful. Yeah. Exactly. We're in this to help you be successful with it. And our team is there to make sure that happens. Yeah. Uh, and we we work hard in the sales process to make sure that you are a good fit because the last thing we want to do and I, the last thing you want to do too is sign up for something that you realize isn't a good fit for you. But like in most cases in hardscape, design build, even lawn, lawn maintenance, and the, the, the green industry companies that we're all familiar with, uh, in most cases, um, we are a good fit for those a uh, couple hundred thousand dollar in revenue to 5 million in revenue companies. Uh, yeah. And I would say if you're in it to grow your business, a hundred grand in revenue is not too soon to be starting to think about this. In fact, some companies start, I have a couple people that started on the day they started their business and they would say they would do it all over again. Yeah. Cause they figured everything out from the beginning. They're not having to backtrack. Yeah. Like that's, exactly. I think that's, yeah. You propelled them years probably. And you wouldn't yeah. even know it. Like they don't even know it, how far ahead yeah. they are. And on the flip side, we have customers that said, you know, they signed up maybe five years into their journey or 10 years into their journey. And they're like, man, dude, I had lost a million dollars in opportunity costs and unrealized profits because I didn't have this dialed in. Now I have it dialed in and I'm making way more money. And now I'm like, I should have done this five years ago. Yeah. So in that onboarding process, you said you figure out a budget. Y'all, you help figure out man hour rates, all that stuff. You help, you help build your business rate sheets and budgets and all that stuff. So you take your business to the next level with, with synced up is what it sounds like. Yeah. The onboarding process is almost like a business consulting session. Really. It's what it is. Yeah. You know, because you get to ask, you get to ask questions that maybe you don't really have anyone else that you don't have a mentor or someone, you know, that can help answer those questions. Mm -hmm. Taylor, look at your numbers and talk about things like it's almost a business consulting session. Yeah. 
Awesome, man. Now that's that's interesting. Um, it's it's a product that sounds really really enticing. Very very well put together. Um, a lot of a lot of thought behind it. A very professional product. So I am. Uh, I know a lot of guys use it in the hardscape world. It's becoming more and more intriguing in the land and the lawn maintenance side of things as well. Um, so what do you have? Do you have anything that you want to leave anybody with? Any uh, advice or things like that? Um, any way that they can help get get in touch with the product or, or what they need to do to get the product. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get to know me, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there. You can DM me if you have any questions. Uh, my profile is synced up S Y N K E D U P. Um, as far as like any kind of advice, like it depends what kick I'm on. I'm just, it's usually on whatever book I'm reading at the moment. I just yeah. finished up, uh, I usually, I just finished up compound effect by Darren Hardy. And, um, that was an incredible, it was, it was a really impactful book for me to read. He talked the compound effect. What he's talking about is like making tiny incremental changes and improvements over time is a lot better. He gave the analogy of somebody that wanted to lose a bunch of weight. So he started working out two hours a day and is like, dude, don't do that. Don't build a habit that don't try to build a habit that, you know, you're going to fail at in two months. Once yeah. your willpower, he said, don't build a habit for two months, build a habit for 50 years. Mm. And he, he kind of gave analogy after analogy of uh, how tiny 1% incremental improvements over time will propel you far beyond your spurts of willpower and inspiration. And so, you know, what, I, what I'm translating that into is like, how can we help, you know, inspire people to take and like, well, that's what we do. That's one thing we can do in Synced Up is help businesses get a little bit better in their processes, get their estimates a little more accurate, help them understand a little more easily why when things go sideways um, so they can not repeat the same mistake over and over again. And so what I would say is just, you know, when you have these moments of inspiration and, and sudden willpower to do something, take those moments and, and to figure out like, what is a little habit that I could change that I do would do every day. Maybe you start tracking your time on every job you do or whatever to help me become a better person or a better business. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I'm looking to do personally and in our business and helping our customers do in their businesses. Yeah, no. And that's, that's good stuff. So if people want to sign up for synced up, do they just need to contact you directly? Is there a website to go to? How does that, how does that work? Yep. So uh, you can contact, you can go on our website, synced spelled okay. the same way. S Y N K E D U P.com. Uh, you can book a demo. We have a pre-recorded demo on there that you can watch. If you just want to like watch late at night or whatever, um, you can book a demo on there, which will give you a live Zoom call with me or one of our guys, and we'll show you the system. And on those demos, like it's not so much about a trying to grab a sale out of you. It's more of like, hey, what are you looking for? What do you need? Mm. Uh, and are we a good fit for what you need? Um, and if you feel we're a good fit for what you need, we'll show you this. You know, we'll show you the system, and you you can make your own judgment. We'll, and we're, our goal is to answer your questions so that you have the best information possible to make a de the best decision that you can for your company. Mm. Um, like the last, we don't want to sign you up if you don't feel like we're a good fit for you because we'll just waste your time, you know? Um, and then on the flip side, if you feel we are a good fit, then we're all right there to make it as a, as a, as much of a done for you service as we can, you know, make sure that you feel like you are on rocket fuel to grow your business. Mm, I love it. What I got one final question for you. We try to ask all of our guests here on the show. It's, uh, it's, it's simple, but it can be complex. And it's just, uh, what is your why? What is my why? Uh, I've thought about this probably more in the last two or three years since synced up than I have ever in the last, in, in the 20 years before that. But for me, um, I'll go back a little bit to what I alluded to slightly about it. First, I thought it was a cool idea. It'd be a cool project. Then I thought, Hey, this might be a business. 
then I thought hey, there might be a purpose behind this. Now, now it's up to it's. I'm beginning to feel like it's a calling. My why is to help this industry, the contractors out there in this industry, build a business that can provide a better life for their teams and their families. Mm. So it's not just a you know, and, and that what that what I mean is just by like build a business that you run and it doesn't run you mm. and be profitable so that you can pay your guys what you wish you could pay them, not what you pay them now. Yeah. And so that you can be with your family before your kids are graduating high school, not miss the whole thing, mm. you know? Yeah. So to me, it's the, you know, the how is, yeah, we help companies know their numbers and we help them run more efficiently. The, the why is what gets me every time. And what fuels me every morning is, dms and stories of people like man i am so much better off this year than i was last year thank you this has been foundational like that's that's my why that's what it's about changing people's lives um yeah. one, one business one relationship at a time um yeah. well guys i think that's gonna wrap this one up weston thank you so much for your time this afternoon um we'll put uh this the the, uh, the link to the website for synced up and uh, weston's instagram in the show notes today uh, as well as the link to launch for new academy you can go check out their products there uh, as well as isotune save 10 percent with gg10 is your code there at checkout and you'll get you some new uh headphones and save you 10 percent at the same time so thank you everybody for tuning in to the show today and uh hope you can take something from it take it and grow your business and just continue to share the show so we can continue to go to the community one relationship at a time but without any further ado that is going to wrap this one up and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode thanks for tuning in to the growing green podcast it is an honor to have you listening and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops